0: you know super well i woke up and now i'm here like this (laughs) so (laughs) i have not brushed my hair woke up
1: to be fair i never brush my hair but that's because i have curly hair so if i brush my
0: hair it would be the kiss of death i just don't care like who am i who am i singing my super is gonna come pick up my rent later your dogs my dogs who are highly judgmental of course yeah um the one person i'd be okay seeing um doesn't like me. So, <laughs> here we are. But maybe i'll hit up Lyle the judgmental lawyer and be like, "What's up, bro?"
1: I love that. He got a shout out. <laughs> second of <laughs> all, i didn't know his name was Lyle and now no matter what his qualities of redemption are, you can't be with him.
0: Sorry. Like, imagine screaming Lyle in bed. Not even that.
1: Okay, first of all, well,
0: second of all, <laughs> um <laughs>
1: Lyle to me is like a villain name like you're a bad guy in every story you're in
0: like like Lex Luthor's little brother
1: yeah like no good character was like and Lyle saved the day no one no one said that (laughs) it was like Lyle murdered your sister like that's Lyle
0: (laughs) well I'll wait a Lyle and revisit it later (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) oh clever okay
1: really my favorite ted like pun was i really falafel but i have to break up
0: (laughs) oh my god falafel and feel awful (laughs) see but if you have to explain it then it's not as good of a pun as you think it is he
1: didn't explain it he just did the slow thing where he was like "Falafel." falafel but you do a lot of word puns and you do exactly that you do like the slow speech to emphasize the pun without explaining yep.
0: it that's because i just assume that most people aren't as smart as me so <laughs> i have to dumb it down for a lot of people
1: today's episode is obviously about how to be humble 101
0: <laughs> killing it let me tell you i'm actually probably the best at being humble honestly and probably the
1: best i would say um <laughs> i'm doing yeah, i got a tiny stroke
0: <laughs> it looks like a really bad tiktok dance <laughs> like, isn't that what trump is doing all of the time
1: <laughs> yeah unbeknownst to all of you you were judging him you were wrong he was doing a tiktok dance
0: I dare you. <laughs> when i was home for thanksgiving um my diagonal neighbors have a young daughter (laughs) um if you looked on a map (laughs) well they're not across from me they're not next to me they're perpendicular um ish that way i don't know how to describe
1: perpendicular and diagonal yes
0: it's both well there's parallel right and then perfect whatever listen perpendicular would mean it was touching you though well it touches my heart that she (laughs) (laughs) you're good good neighbors anyway (laughs) So let me just start this over because I'm going to edit all that out anyway. Um, No,
1: you're
0: not. (laughs) I really am. I'm going to edit parts of it out. And part of me is like, maybe I should just leave it in to let people see the moments that I really do have Um, brain farts, I guess I would call them. You edit this?
1: (laughs) What? What do you mean we're not hearing everything,
0: guys? we were going
1: to talk about this and decide together.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, (laughs) Hannah didn't know and I had to tell her right now. That I edit the episodes and much content has been cut. silence and <laughs> <In> face. <laughs> I'm not happy, Bob. <laughs> I will spit out my coffee.
1: That's my favorite reference. I was in a meeting today at work. And I literally like took a drink and then there was just some water that came out. <laughs> like I didn't spit, but it like, it must've washed back. And it was like a little like drop. It was like, boop. And I was
0: like, mm-hmm. you are a professional.
1: Uh, um, anyway, as I was saying, very
0: <laughs> um, such as. <laughs> Thusly ergo world peace doing great (laughs) Um, so anyway my diagonally perpendicular neighbor um not perpendicular keep going I was making that reference just for you but it's fine um they have a younger daughter and I was um out with the dogs one morning and I look over and I just see her arms moving and I'm like what is going on and then I realized oh is this the David Attenborough thing Yes, this was the David Amber thing that day. And I was like, guess what I witnessed today? And I messaged Hannah and I was like, a teen was doing a TikTok video right in front of me. I witnessed it. I've never seen it in real life. In the wild. <coughs> in their natural habitat.
1: No, but actually.
0: Honestly, can't relate. I just took really bad upward angle photos in my backyard when I was her age, so.
1: Yeah. I will say that was one thing I did during the first lockdown, because I had housemates at that point, as you know, mm-hmm. and one of my housemates was very, like, you know, the, like, lockdown to-do list, like, learn to make sourdough, start, right. f- like, French braiding your own hair, um, grow out all body hair, and then learn a TikTok dance. We got to number five. She was already done with one through three. <laughs> wow. Wow. And then four, because four is what comes after
0: three. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> so it's debatable. <laughs> it's really about how you feel. And not about facts. Semantics.
1: <laughs> what did you say about Jews?
0: <laughs> um, I, I had a math teacher. And um, first of all, I hate those professors that like are very like fellow kids. And they're like, he demanded that we call him teach, first of all. So it's oh, so weird. I was like okay, Eugene, that's his name. <laughs> Eugene. Professor Eugene, I don't want to call you teach. Um, I'm not sure which is worse, but I can't, What teach, like, what am I in high school? Like, I can't do that. Very Saved by the Bell. Very, yeah, I'm not Slater, I'm sorry, I hate to tell you, but um, he- one day it was finite mathematics and he was like kind of all over the place he's like one of those professors that likes to show off how much he knows about math when it's actually unrelated to the math that i need to be learning can't. oh where they're
1: like i'm going to show you how the square root of pi times 50 divided by 11 to the nth power is actually the formula for you buying a house Correct. you're like but we're not buying houses that's not what we're sorry, doing um, here
0: i can't <laughs> afford a house here so we can just move on I
1: eat avocado toast so i'll never buy a house
0: <laughs> i can't stop buying lattes i'm sorry i'll be poor for I'll the rest of my life. actually can't
1: stop buying lattes that's a real problem
0: that's true <laughs> i do not eat avocado toast however so um i'm not opposed Uh-oh. i just hey, never god. i never <laughs> i never pit them when i have the avocado i'm just too lazy so what i just buy an avocado and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna make guacamole i'm gonna do this, this and that and then by the time it's ripe i've missed the window and it's over so sorry but you
1: take the center thingy out well yeah mm-hmm. i'm saying like
0: i i'm saying you know i eat the pit i swallow it whole <laughs> <laughs> no what I'm saying is what I, are never, you admitting to me? I never I never touched the avocado once it's been bought and placed in the fridge it just sits there until I'm like um you're definitely beyond ripe. so we're gonna have to uh
1: uh-huh.
0: are you here now are you here I really
1: am I'm okay. back with you
0: anyway so my math teacher um he
1: oh hang on too. finished story during lockdown, my housemate and I learned the TikTok <laughs> dance to Blinding Light. It was fun. A lot of our movements. Back to you, Emma.
0: <laughs> so we are really great at starting stories and then segueing off into a really
1: days. funny thing happened. And then we're going to talk about eight other things not the funny
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, what was the funny thing? And I'm like, oh, You're Next week. Um, he got into a debate about what is three?
1: The ugliest number besides one correct i would think
0: loneliest is no
1: oh. odd numbers are ugly the only ones that are acceptable are fives oh and sevens sevens are good okay nine gross three gross one gross you need to stop listening to gwyneth
0: paltrow okay
1: number one <laughs> Gwen is an icon for us all and number two i have my own unique weird ocd tendencies about even
0: numbers it has nothing to do with gwyneth or her steamed body parts <laughs> or her candles or any other product that she may release <laughs> get the moonlight out of your hair and go back. get out take your candles i'm sick of it, <laughs> I'm sick of it. <laughs> Um, but anyway, the whole class, the whole first class was us just debating three. And he was like, well, why is three three? And I'm like, well, because Arabic <laughs> exists and we adopted their numerical system. So here we are.
1: Did you know that the Babylonians used to count based on the parts of their fingers? So they
0: would count hmm. three in one finger. Like base knuckle tip? Yep. Interesting. So was them yeah. two? So they were they were
1: able to count much higher than we are now on their hands.
0: Okay. Uh, My brain hurts thinking about that. So So
1: three times 10 is 30, which is what they can get to on their hands alone.
0: So they're like, Oh, 60. Here we go. Yes. Basically. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And then if you keep going, like they had way better mathematical tendencies for like non arithmetic counting, like without having to write anything out, they were like, Oh, you need four horses. I have five horses. How many horses do we have? <laughs> like <laughs> They just, three fingers. That's it. <laughs> um, oh. okay. um, but anyway, so they were, they were really innovative with their counting. And that? that was my math story for the day. <laughs> <Thank you very laughs> well, now that we have surpassed
0: <laughs> Einstein.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Obviously, we are the greatest mathematical wizards that currently are known to man. Some might become known, but right now it's just us.
0: <laughs> We're, just, we're doing so great. Um, Moving swiftly along. Super onward. Let's go. Okay. Um, maybe we should start. <laughs> oh, you mean this wasn't the whole episode? Oh, okay. All right. They we're talking about math. <laughs> Are you guys still here? Um, <laughs> head count, head count.
1: Yeah, this whole thing is just a Sesame Street episode.
0: <laughs> Today is
1: sponsored by the letter
0: M. <laughs> M is for math.
1: <laughs> math is horrible and we shouldn't keep giving it airtime
0: anyway <laughs> emma would you like to introduce the podcast well first i'd like to say that next week the letter is c for chill you're looking at me like i shouldn't have done that but i had to you're so funny <laughs>
1: yeah okay so here's some behind the scenes <laughs> goss for you this is not the
0: first time we're recording this shock awe Hysteria. Chaos. Yeah, actually, this is the first time we're repeating a recording ever, though. So this is our first peep. Um. <laughs> I don't think we should use that, but okay.
1: <laughs> so somebody used it on the podcast and it really annoyed me, but also was cute and I liked it. Okay. <laughs> so it's obviously, a 2 peep. once you repeat, there's two. <laughs>
0: like, I got it's, it. I'm there. Like, also two,
1: but anyway. Um, but we tragically lost the last episode because it was crossing the Atlantic on a little ship we like to call the Titanic and sadly Sad. it went down um that's not the actual story but we're not going to tell you about it because it's
0: very <laughs> It's not entertaining so <laughs> we are re-tackling this issue again also yep, that's true Here. again also but... um but I'll be more subtle about that this time so let's just get right into this Um, let's break it down (laughs) i actually have an analysis please start (laughs) oh hey everyone i really hope you're still here after all of that i hope Um, you didn't crash your car out of boredom (laughs) (laughs) you fell asleep at the wheel while we were debating three and babylonian finger math um (laughs) skip if you're if you if you're here now just in the future skip two minutes ahead and you'll get to the part where we start
1: (laughs) um yeah and interestingly both of us have dated and one of us is getting married now
0: so all of that finger math (laughs) dudes dig it (laughs) (laughs) guys are so into it anyway guys hopefully you know by now that (laughs) i am emma (laughs) and i am hannah I need you here with me. Are you here? I am in the I room. Are <laughs> you in the room? I'm here. And this is, of course, the Transcontinental Tea. Ooh, ooh. A well-versed and well-rounded podcast where we discuss a number of topics.
1: Number is funny. Because <laughs> <about> math. have <laughs> been so swiftly away from math. So um, I'm going to get started with tea in a
0: week. <laughs> so. Okay, I'm really excited. Let's get into it. Okay. T
1: So, my tea of the week. Um content It involves womanly anatomy and that might be offensive to some listeners. I was going to say viewers, but that doesn't make sense because it's in your ears, not on your eyes. So, I need, all your senses. I, was. I, I need all your
0: senses though. So also include your eyes. If you yeah. could.
1: There I was. <laughs> it was the week of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. All was well. Um, my sister-in-law to be did this marital, like one hour course for our church and she's a licensed therapist. She's a sex therapist and couples relationship therapist. She's really cool and really mm-hmm. wise. Um, and basically I plan to exploit her for all of the free therapy that I cannot afford. Absolutely. So <laughs> advice question, just randomly, <laughs> how would you fix this problem for someone who's totally re- unrelated,
0: you know, <laughs> Super unrelated question that you don't need to answer, but you really should.
1: Um. We can solve this crime with math. <laughs> um, so,
0: oh my God, enough math. I can't. <laughs> so anyway,
1: um, she did this relationship course for our church and she is a very open person. She has spanked my brother-in-law to be in front of myself and our in-laws. So she has no illusions about, about sex or the privacy of
0: sex. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, um, my fiance did not watch it with me. He didn't want to, and he couldn't find a way around that. So <laughs> he went back to his house. Um, and about two minutes after he left, two minutes into this um, relationship power hour, um, she was. She used the word clitoris and I texted him immediately and I was like oh, funny moment and I was like fiance that's what I call him all the time um, <laughs> fiance <his> <laughs>
0: it was, was actually fiance. really convenient that his name was fiance now they're- <laughs> yeah
1: it's gonna be really annoying when we get married then it'll be <laughs> anyway so I texted him and I was like you will be so glad that you left sister-in-law just said the word clitoris now notice that my pronunciation has changed why is that hannah keep that in mind (laughs) cut to we're at thanksgiving we are in a support bubble because i live by myself so in the uk you can be in a support bubble Mm -hmm. with um another household so my support bubble is my in-laws and my fiance we're over there i tell the story because i'm like what a funny anecdote that would be a great thing to say at thanksgiving not thinking about the word (laughs) clitoris sure anyway so i tell the story and I use the pronunciation, clitoris. And the table, apart from my fiance, because he doesn't know the difference, erupts in laughter and is like ha, 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 like a dinosaur. Ha, 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 ha. And I was frozen. You know, those moments where you like, freeze and you're like watching it all happen in slow motion. It's like. Ah, 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 ah. And it's like, no, no, I didn't. I didn't say it wrong. You know, <laughs> you, no. you heard it wrong. No. You were all wrong, (laughs) all of you. Um, So I was 27 years old when I learned that it's pronounced clitoris, not clitoris.
0: Back to you. Let's reiterate, it is clitoris. It's the thing that your boyfriend can't find. If you're Emma. Thanks for your
1: time. I'm I'm getting so
0: tired of explaining that, but...
1: There's Um. a very large picture on her wall because she got tired of drawing the napkin map. Like, (laughs) (laughs) okay.
0: (laughs) Here's what it looks like. Here are the erogenous zones. Remember this information for the future. Seven! (laughs) (laughs) Seven, seven, seven. Oh, friends references. Okay. Well, Han, um, I'm really happy that you had an educational moment as your tea. Um, Mine was a shame moment. So I... Am a huge masker in these COVID times. I mask everywhere. I mask to walk the dogs. I mask to take my trash out. All of it, because you just never know. I digress. Yeah. I when that when I was home for Thanksgiving. I went out to dinner with my family one night. Five of us, and we had been around each other already for a while. So, you know, whatever. Um, we get to the restaurant, and we wear masks to get inside to our table, of course. And we are the only people in this dining room. It's a small dining room. Maybe on a good day can fit 15 to 20. But let me reiterate, we are the only ones. And I feel like everyone listening knows where this is going now. I have the bladder of a toddler and I must pee at all times. So Very
1: well documented. If ever you go on a road trip with her, just know
0: you're going to stop a lot. Sorry. <laughs> I'll get a catheter and make it easier on you guys next time. <laughs> do you know
1: that they brief interruption? Do you know they sell these things called a Shiwi that like lets you pee on the side of the road because it's like That's a great.
0: Cup. Yeah, and it's like a like a tube that goes down and it's
1: really like, horrifying what <laughs> people's brains come up with.
0: Like, you know what we need? <laughs> I'm just saying that being a woman is rough. Like men, the world is your toilet, apparently. You just go mm-hmm. anywhere and we do not have such luxuries. So you know, the original almost, quote
1: was, the world is your toilet, not
0: the world is your oyster. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, they changed it for you guys because you're so fragile. But um, truly, really, being a woman, we have the short end of the stick in almost all situations. So as I was saying, we went to the restaurant and I had to pee, of course, almost immediately upon arrival. So like I said before, no one in there. So I'm debating with myself, like, should I wear the mask to go to the bathroom? It's right behind me. I walk maybe three to five feet to get there. And I'm like, okay. I'm going to just be super quick and I'm not going to wear it. And let me tell you that, of course, me being me, the one time I decide not to wear a mask is the one time I probably needed to wear it the most. wrong oh. <laughs> wrong oh. <laughs> so you do the finger wag when you do it. wrong <laughs> you Wrong-o.
1: I know, I was focusing on applying chapstick. It's a very vital procedure that sure. requires both
0: hands. I understand. Um, I, so I go to the bathroom and like not two seconds after i I closed the door okay maybe more than two seconds but i like hyperbole um it was one millisecond (laughs) it was someone knocked and i was like okay maybe it's my family but like no one calls my name like if my mom was like telling me something she'd be like you know emma and i would like leave me alone i need privacy um but no this is not not a child (laughs) (laughs) Um, someone knocked and i was like oh no (laughs) because i'm like okay Maybe no. This is this is someone who either a patron has come in or a worker needs to use the bathroom. And lo and behold, I open the door and there's a worker in her mask, properly attired. And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> and I just scoop past her really quick. And then my family's like rolling when I get back out there because of course they saw her walk back as soon as I got in after this long diatribe of should I or shouldn't I. So lesson learned. And now I um, wear a mask for everything. So yeah. that was fun. That was my, that was my tea. And now I think that we have a little gamey poo we're going to do. We're doing a BFF quiz. Now, for most of you, you're like,
1: of course you two are best friends. No one else would be that weird for such a consistent time and still talk to the other person. You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. Um, so we were going to do a Buzzfeed one, but number one, it was like really, 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 really long.
0: Super personal, also, and very like I'm trying to get your credit card information. Like, what was your mother's maiden name? Very much so, a scam bait artist. <laughs> yeah, who wrote that. Like, so
1: oh. found a different one by Hello Giggles. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> a reputable, <laughs> <story>.
0: super trustworthy. <laughs> I'll um, give them my credit card number to oh, be sure. with scholars
1: <laughs> like that. Who needs to ask? Truly. Someone? Um. So I'm gonna present this because, as we know, I am the game master much like
0: the quiz master philip seymour hoffman in hunger games very much so but less hopefully i won't die during production you really gotta hope um (laughs) anyway (laughs) not up to us but we'll see so are you going to ask me the questions yes
1: so (laughs) what's gonna happen this is how it's gonna go down um (laughs) number one i will Ask you in either a they or we phrase question. Okay. And then each of us will answer for the other person. So, in effect, if I, it would be like, what is their favorite color? I would answer Emma's favorite color and she would answer my favorite color. Do you know
0: my favorite color? I mean, pink. I do love pink. And close second is Tiffany blue.
1: Also true. But if you had to go per capita, you own way more pink. It's very true. Uh what's my favorite color? Black.
0: Really? You wear so much. It used to be. It used to be. (laughs) I did wear a lot of black. Um
1: my current favorite color. I'm such an evolving creature. (laughs) Um my current favorite color is probably like a dark green. Love a dark green.
0: Hannah, you have to tell me when you switch. Okay. It's not fair. Sorry, I
1: thought you would read the newsletter, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so busy. Send out the monthly. What more do you want? Anyway,
0: Mm -hmm. here we go. Okay. What are they most afraid of? Dying alone. <laughs> oh, we're not talking about us. That's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, I'm kidding. Really. Um,
1: I've been alone most of my life. I think it'd be comfortable.
0: <laughs> I'm waffling between eternal damnation and spiders.
1: Oh. Uh, spider, are a big one. <laughs> um, my biggest fear is probably probably like falling from a very great height
0: mm, I have i like, I'm not afraid of heights but I am afraid of falling
1: no. yeah like I can be in high places and be fine it's just if there's the possibility that one could fall I, I am know. immediately afraid that I'm going to because I am not a stable human
0: I can't I will trip That's
1: um mine. Emma's is dying alone <laughs> oh, that was really easy and should be apparent to anyone who knows her um, number two would be um, currently being like bitten or covered in cockroaches oh my
0: god oh, no, 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 no. Uh, the she visual, lives in New York why? and
1: for all the good things that New York has which is a lot the one thing that she's had to get used to is the little tiny roaches that come every once in a while
0: well they were in georgia as well but
1: yeah but they were like carnivorous and you could put your foot on one and it would be able to balance your weight in georgia they're like not right (laughs) (laughs)
0: this is going on (laughs) There's a lot going on (laughs) the new york ones are a little different um i don't know I, i like i have an exterminator that the apartment offers which is like very indicative of how New York New York is so um, I haven't seen any rats though so maybe the subways are too clean for COVID right now but I have not seen any subway rats quite yet but you are correct roaches are like I they're too fast they're unnaturally fast it's not right they don't die they don't die one can of raid per roach it's ridiculous
1: where can you always find them and I put during non-COVID times because obviously right now it would be
0: Oh, right. <laughs> at um, their house any other time starbucks
1: mm,
0: good. or church also true i'm at church a lot not in like a culty
1: way just to be clear <laughs> um <laughs> a lot of activities <laughs> but i do uh emma can always be found at her house because she enjoys being at home with her dogs Facts. um if she is not at her house she can be found shopping there's like an 8 eight-tenth chance that she's found a shop looked for a shop stumbled into a shop on her way to do something else shopping
0: what's the third one um
1: third one would be i mean i would say gym but if you're honest it's at home ordering like uber eats <laughs>
0: like, the real, actual I up all of the time yeah but
1: the actual next place like per hour
0: yeah that's true I, I i would like to reiterate i go to the gym every day but it's
1: for an hour not for four hours like ordering an uber eats waiting for it looking out the window a lot getting it realizing you wish you'd order more ordering <laughs> another one
0: <laughs> you know what's frustrating one the most frustrating thing is when you order uber eats and then it is a letdown it's like i've just wasted calories for no reason i
1: will say for any of you who don't follow Solarella, which is her what instagram mean? page At
0: at me, at Emma,
1: (laughs) Um, she posted a really funny, she always posts really funny memes. Um, I'm not into meme culture, but Emma is, so she's my window into the youth, as we've established. Here you go. (laughs) She posted a really, really funny meme about Uber Eats with Baby Yoda,
0: and I stan
1: anything with Baby Yoda, so...
0: You're talking about the one where you're like the same person who sees you every day delivering your food. And
1: (laughs) (laughs) And they called them nuggies
0: Nuggies. instead of nuggets, which I really liked. (laughs) Yeah, chicken nuggies is like the the slang the youths have been using for chicken nuggets. So makes sense, but it feels
1: like baby talk. Moving on. (laughs) Um, what this is a big one. What is their
0: biggest disappointment?
1: Oof.
0: Like of ourselves or in life? I think in life.
1: It felt like in life. They didn't specify, which is unhelpful.
0: Hello, giggles. Ah, hello, giggles. Be more specific <laughs> for the next quiz. Um, I would say yours was either being born in America, true, or military. Ooh, very good one. Yeah, also true.
1: Um, both are correct. <laughs> like, yeah. Every once in a while, I wish that I was born in like a different time period in history. Mm-hmm. Um. So some of it, I'm like disappointed with modern world thinking. Like, sure. we don't have balls anymore. Like, county oh, balls, and we don't have like waltzes and that's. I that's think to
0: different. specify though, because first I wanted it sounded to. like <laughs> I did. <laughs> Men I no was like no no <laughs> no 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 no. I'm
1: talking about um. the dances referred to in Jane Austen books.
0: <laughs> well, Me it's prepared. funny though that we have now mentioned anatomy twice because we are a health and wellness podcast now. So. We
1: are a health and wellness podcast.
0: Equal opportunity. <laughs> Everyone Love. has something to have here. Okay. What are mine? Your biggest disappointment.
1: I want to say when you re-enlisted, because you thought your life was going to go a totally different direction. Yep. Obviously amid the ocean of lies that was your last relationship. Um, I think another big disappointment for you was, um, like the way that things turned out with your education, because I know you would like to be like in your master's right now and not dealing with like the plebes that are regular 18, 19, 20, 21 Correct. year olds in college education. You
0: know, what's frustrating is that I have like two associates. I have like one class left for the other associates and I'm just being lazy. But what's frustrating is that those aren't enough to get me the job that I want. So like here I am, I've dedicated however much time to education already and yet and still I had to go back to school so Just
1: real quick every time you say yet and still you gotta add the class yet and still yet and still <laughs> um... yeah no no chewing <laughs> or sipping please she won't let me um, um
0: anyway yeah. I am happy that I'm as far as into it as I am and um I certainly don't feel you know like I'm behind the curve or anything because i have experience that is only going to aid me in the job that just having the degree wouldn't have done but i do hate that i'm wasting gi bill on a bachelor's like i'm only using half of it but still yeah
1: um describe their perfect day april 24th it's not too hot. I knew you were going to cool. do that. All you need is a light jacket. That is why I you was chose literally that writing it down, and I was
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> "I'm going to make a Miss congeniality reference." <laughs> so clever. No one's ever done this before in the history of life. I'm so clever. <laughs> um, Hannah's perfect day. Okay, she wakes up at probably around ten in the morning.
1: Nailed
0: it. <laughs> um, she gets a latte. Because her fiance brought it to her. She didn't have to leave to go get it. It was brought to her, which means she gets to stay in her pajama pants and her dark green favorite colored sweater. And now she gets to move into the living room where she's got a nice little blankie and she can watch Love Island or The Bachelor or Love is Blind if they would bless us with a second season.
1: Where are you?
0: (laughs) Hello. (laughs) (laughs) At Netflix. Let's talk. (laughs) Um, she then proceeds to have a rice bowl for lunch with her juice and she pretty much does nothing the rest of the day and eats her gluten-free dinner does her skincare routine and then she gets to talk to me which is probably the best part
1: obviously um I will add I probably would have traveled somewhere in my perfect day like I'm just able to get on a plane and go to like Sweden I guess I was being
0: too real in time for dinner
1: (laughs) in time for dinner (laughs) yeah yeah no like an attainable perfect day that was like
0: I didn't know that we could defy physics in our descriptions so
1: (laughs) my flight to Sweden is only an hour and
0: a half oh I always forget that you have like (laughs) other countries near you
1: like well actually it's really attainable
0: so. <laughs> sad, <laughs> okay
1: be sad um emma's perfect day not defying any physics attainable perfect day got it here i am she wakes up between eight thirty and 9 because she wants to get a start on her day she doesn't sure. want to waste it all she has coffee brought to her by her dogs who have also become monk-like
0: in their that This is physically attainable. I had no idea.
1: (laughs) Yes, it's physically attainable. Um, Other option, she has the forethought to install, like, an espresso machine right next to her bed. So she just, like, leans over after she presses the alarm. Boop! And it's already set up with, like, everything she needs. So it just Mm -hmm. delivers her a nice espresso. Maybe cappuccino. She's feeling frothy. She's feeling bubbly. She's ready to rock.
0: Um,
1: Then... She gets out of bed, puts on a really, really, really cute outfit that she has picked out the night before, drives her car to a very convenient parking spot, and (laughs) is able to go shopping on Fifth Avenue. She walks by the steps of the Met where a coffee person happens to be, so she can then have coffee from the little blue cups on the steps of the Met, seated gently in her probably pleather skirt. Um, (laughs) And then she gets hit on like a lot, just a lot. Everywhere she goes, really, it's it's just like a deluge. It's like snow all the way down the mountain, just hitting you and hitting you. Um, and then she's like, no, stop, stop, thank you. Um, and then a, despite the fact that she drove there, a New York yellow cab agrees to take her home for half fare. Um, and she's absolutely fine with leaving her car exactly where it is and there's no penalty. So she goes back home. She orders four things from Uber Eats, Two of them are fast food. One of them's dessert. One of them is healthy because then it balances. Yeah, and sure. then
0: <laughs> yes, <You laughs> and eat and one then, salad, you're good <laughs>
1: forever. Um, and then she plays Xbox for a while and then talks to me.
0: It's true. Look at us. Wow. Fuck you. Um, my favorite part is that I can afford to shop on Fifth Avenue. I had no idea. So no one said you bought anything. Oh. Oh. <laughs> It's implied, isn't it? <laughs> you probably um, do. On my like unattainable perfect day, I take a quick, you know, just a quick flight to Paris, do a little shopping back. there. Just super quick. Um I happen to In your perfect
1: day, you live there and I meet you there because it's an hour and a half train ride. <laughs>
0: Right, and Leonardo DiCaprio is there somehow, and also Dwyer Butler, and they're competing. I boys. would
1: not pick Leo; he is not holding up well. Time has not been kind to him. I'm
0: just saying, every time he's in a movie, because he was recently just last year in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he could have gotten it. So, not from this thing. girl. Well, that's um, good. you're engaged. You follow <laughs> up <laughs> when we met.
1: Did you think <laughs> we'd be friends for this long? Um,
0: um. I did not think we would, wouldn't be friends. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> I did not think <laughs> it. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, like, I don't go into friendships thinking like, oh, this is only going to be a season, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I definitely, well, this is going to gonna be short-lived. <laughs> I expected us to remain friends. I did not expect us to remain as close as we have. Yeah. So I feel very lucky in that regard. Same. Um. Yeah,
1: I think my answer would be the same. We didn't in my view, we didn't know how much we had in common. We just got along really well Mm -hmm. until later on in our friendship. And then we were like, Oh God, we really do have like the same (laughs)
0: input on a lot of things. You also order your own bread basket at Olive Garden. (laughs) I do that. Um, oh, Oh, (laughs) pretty sad. (laughs) Sad.
1: (laughs) Um, but anyway, yeah, like I, I definitely didn't think we would be this close for this long, but I thought Mm -hmm. we would be friends like in Mm -hmm. each other's lives. Yeah. Just because when you get along that well, that naturally with people, I think they tend to just stay in your life because mm-hmm. other people are frustrating. Um, why do you think we get along so well? Perfectly tailored. Hello,
0: giggles. Um, I think it's because we are the same, basically.
1: <laughs> Except in our differences, we're very different. <laughs> That's
0: true. We have a lot in common. Yeah. The few things that we are like different about, you could not be more different.
1: And I think it's nice because I think if you're identical to your friend, you probably will chafe a little bit after a while. I think so. And I think if you're too different, like, what do you have to talk about? Right. Nothing.
0: We have a a very nice balance. Yes. Um, this is a good one. Which reality or game show would they do best on? You would do great on Love is Blind because you're not as shallow as me. That's very true. Um, So that's how I feel. You could also do, um... I think Price is Right, you would shine. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to, like, jump up and down a lot because I don't like no. the, like,
1: big bouncy, play, display, like, displays of TV affection. Segment? Yeah, got it. Yeah, so, like, a lot. <laughs> and I wouldn't wear one of those weird, like, pick me, Bob, I neutered my dog shirts. <laughs> like, I couldn't do that. Um, so, <laughs> for you, you'd really thrive on... Um, one of like the in Hollywood shows, like you would do really well on like a Real housewife scenario or on like a um like Married to Medicine, you know, one of those shows where like the whole show premise is just that they're wealthy and live in the same city. There's no other plot line.
0: <laughs> like, I love that they go to lunch.
1: Dun dun dun.
0: Like, there's there's no other story. <laughs> she wore white after Labor Day. <laughs> story at eleven.
1: Um. So yeah, I think you'd really enjoy one of those. I'd um,
0: love to do that.
1: Yes. I think you would also really thrive as like a judge on like an America's next top model kind of
0: scenario. You mm-hmm. would really be great. Is it that. because I'm a judgmental person? Is that why you think that? Um, and you have good aesthetic taste. Okay. But both of those things, you're very yes. blunt and <laughs> people who are blunt, AKA at Simon Cowell, like you tend to do pretty well on stuff sure. like that. That's why you're at, interesting. At those networks at the CW hire me i don't think the cw
1: exists anymore it's like freeform
0: or i don't know because on um hulu they have like well i mean america's next model used to be on the cw so you're right i don't know if it still exists or not but
1: i think they died after
0: pretty little liars at that current network and (laughs) also tire banks if you're listening somehow yeah
1: um name three things we 100% agree
0: on um jesus yeah coffee yep 100% 100% wow that's like pushing it's the envelope a little bit mm-hmm. um I would say not dating that's for sure not true um, <laughs> no no <laughs> uh,
1: I'm kind of like the Jiminy Cricket that's always screaming at Emma this is a
0: bad plan and she's like Help me! Um, <laughs> I would say also traveling
1: yeah I was gonna say um, love of europe slash love of paris mm-hmm. we 100% agree on that mm-hmm. um importance of spreading your wings like we're very in sync on like live your life for you honey don't Truth. don't do like what's easy because you'll be old and in a place yeah. you don't like mm-hmm. um <laughs> sad <laughs> and that ohio state will always be michigan
0: 1,000% all of the time. I'm wearing the sweatshirt right now to prove it. I know. That's what made
1: me think of it. <laughs> like, thanks for the answer. Um Which two fictional BFFs are like us? And I don't think any.
0: <laughs> like, none of them like, are. If I really had to pick, I would say, Rory and Lorelai. Also good. Um,
1: we're not very Blair and Serena because we don't compete.
0: There's not frenemy Yeah, here, we don't
1: compete. So. Maybe also, like, Schmidt and
0: himself. Um <laughs> yeah, that would be a good one. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Um and also also Monica and Rachel. I was gonna
0: say Monica and Rachel as well. I'm Monica. definitely the Monica. I'm <laughs> thousand percent the Rachel. You could not be more Rachel me. <laughs> You're possibly the most Rachel Rachel. <laughs> most that Rachel ever, ever, there ever was a Rachel. Rachel.
1: <laughs> and then finally, what is your favorite
0: memory of us? Oh, oh gosh, how do to pick? I don't know about favorite because we have so many good ones. Um, I was
1: thinking that too. When I wrote it down, I was like, oh, that's
0: favorite. Like a can How can I pick that? One of my most memorable is that day in California when, I don't know if you remember him. He had a girlfriend we didn't like and I had a crush on him. So I was like kind of in sabotage mode, but. Sabotage. <laughs> but we went to Dave and Buster's. Um, we went to Dave and Buster's one day and it was in, we're in Monterey and it was in I don't know where it was. It was like two hours from us. And I had Luigi and we raced yes. them the whole way there. I mean, like you and I in the car, we were going hundred miles per hour, the entire trip. I don't know how you don't remember that because it was panic inducing.
1: I do not remember it. I can't believe <laughs> you <it>. probably blacked <laughs> it out because I was <laughs> we're so terrified. terrified.
0: Um, um, I would say all of London then would be my next. Mm, thought, so.
1: Yeah. One of my favorites was you coming to London us going to Paris together was really great. Like Mm -hmm. despite the emotional traumas that were happening in your own life, (laughs) um, getting to share that was really cool. And I think the biggest thing for me was like, just the, I would call it a category of memories, but just the amount of effort we take to like go see each other. So Mm -hmm. we haven't really talked about this, but Emma and I would really make a lot of effort. So like we went on a trip to Charleston. I came to visit Georgia. Like we did a lot to, even though we were in a long distance friendship, we did a lot to break apart time just to spend time together mm-hmm. um and i think it's something that has really helped our friendship because i don't think we would have the same caliber of friendship if we hadn't spent that amount of time together yeah. apart from when we lived in the same place in california
0: yeah, yeah. we also went to savannah for that fourth of july that was, really was awesome. so much fun mm-hmm. um yeah. and- i
1: think savannah trip was more successful than charleston even though we saw some of my favorite reality tv show people at a bar in charleston that I mean, was really cool. Yeah, you remember I was like pointing them out to you? No. <laughs> they kept calling us Kim Kardashians because we had bodycon dresses on. <laughs> no. What? No, how did I block this out? So it wasn't the celebrities that called us that. It was, It was random guys. No, it was the bar on King Street that was like Tiger
0: or something. Oh, the jungle themed one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay, Republic okay. Tiger. That one okay Um, anyway um great i think it's time to finally sip on this yeah we might need to forego fans tea at this point because (laughs) the first time we did this that quiz did not take nearly as long speaking of which fans
1: where's your tea a little self-important listeners also a little self-important anyone who's out there (laughs) um (laughs) hello (laughs) hello (laughs) we would love to have fans tea the way that that happens though is you have to ask us questions. <laughs> so we had one and we were like riding a high. We thought we <laughs> finally made it and then we crashed. And the next <laughs> week, there, and there were no more. There was we'll no have,
0: more to be found. I'm going to tell you guys how to do this because maybe there's some confusion on how to send questions to us. At, yes. us. <laughs> At us. We have two different direct methods of contacting us. Dose, two of them. On the first finger. We have our (laughs) our Instagram page, which is at the transcontinental tea. It's super straightforward, super straightforward. And on Instagram, you'll see a little envelope icon and you click it and then you have the ability to send messages. So all you have to do is send us a message there and we'll get it because I look at it every day and cry. Um, (laughs) The second method, we have an email address as well which is the transcontinental at gmail.com also true so and
1: the thing is like we can come up with our own questions to answer because we are also in the middle of living life and we have problems mm-hmm. but it'd be so much more fun if we answered your questions true. so true. at us ask us <laughs> <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs> anyway sip on this <laughs> The tea is exceptionally good today. <laughs> Who made this? Mm, very delicious. Mm. mm Oh, Emma, what is delicious today? Let's
0: talk about it. Well, reminiscent of a previous conversation that we had about friendships and the ups and the downs and the twists and the turns, we decided to continue that in a semi sort of different direction. So Perpendicular, we- Perpendicular, if you will. Per- if you will. Hopefully, I keep that in there so people know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Otherwise, they feeling like <laughs> we're
0: laughing. Yeah. <laughs> we love geometry and math so much.
1: Lines, am I right? <laughs> so, in a perpendicular way to our friendly <laughs> conversation,
0: right? We're going to be talking about outgrowing people, and Hannah has a specific reference she would like to make here.
1: Yes, so. As you know, making a Schitt's Creek reference is a very vital part of each of my incorporation. My incorporations? my Your businesses? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so it's things. funny because <laughs> my fiance plays all these stupid games on his phone. And he's mm-hmm. like, I have to get this truck shipment to this place by this time. And I'm like, oh, I forgot you're such an entrepreneur. Um, <laughs> I'm <laughs> busy so right now. <laughs> um, anyway, I digress my contributions making a shit's creek reference is vital to my contributions to this podcast Mm -hmm. this week alexis is talking to david about potentially moving on and she calls she goes through this whole metaphor about how she's like a succulent that just died um and she's like maybe the succulent needs like a bigger pot to grow in maybe it was like too big for its old pots and now it wants like a new pot and david's like no i watched you slowly kill that it was definitely (laughs) not the pot she's like, David, I'm, I'm making like a metaphor about my life. And he's like, no, yeah, I got that. So <laughs> this episode is lovingly called finding a bigger pot to grow in.
0: Yep. So um, all that to say.
1: <laughs> we have nothing to talk about with plants. So don't, don't expect it to come I don't
0: out buy away. plants because I am an Alexis with plants. So.
1: um Um, I get really upset when people buy me plants because it feels like you're setting me up to fail because you're giving me something dead and then you're asking me why I didn't keep it alive (laughs) like someone dropping like a half-dead person on your doorstep and they're like why didn't you save them
0: it's like (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) I gave you the watering can what's the matter with you he needs more than that (laughs) oh
1: man anyway anyway so swiftly onward Um, super super fast we we've talked about this a lot but Emma why don't you talk about like why you wanted to talk about this and then we'll kind of get into more of the specifics
0: well I was I had some shower thoughts if you will the other day and um sorry just a brief interlude Mika just like pushed herself into my back so and Hannah saw my reaction and now she's dying
1: it just looked like Mika like went and like
0: breathed in your ear <laughs> <laughs> she's obsessed with me anyway my shower thoughts um i was thinking i'm 27 now and i can count on one hand the number of close friends that i have and, and okay. back when i was in my teens i was like oh my god now there's like jenny and jesse and riley and Anne and Nutney and Jessie and this and that and that person and also that person that i had third period with were best friends um it was like that and now it's like okay well there's Hannah Um, does my mom get to count uh (laughs) you know like um and like I have acquaintances that I like talk to online and things like that but no one that I'm like bosom buddies with so I was just thinking like it's so funny how that kind of sneaks up on you and all of a sudden you don't have people in your life that you were like sure would be in your life forever
1: yeah um
0: I've also had a lot of experience with this.
1: Mine has tended to be outgrowing friendships in the case, in the case that like, I I see the natural end of the friendship and I just move on into another friendship before I close out the old friendship. I did it a lot when I was a teenager. And I think in hindsight, I, I wish I would have had more healthy conversations with the friends about it and like a little bit of closure as to why we're not friends anymore. Cause it didn't end in fights. Like it wasn't like a, you did this thing and now, over. Um, it was more so just, we don't have anything in common. It's, um, it's hard to spend time with you now. I think it would be best if we just kind of parted ways lovingly, mm-hmm. like I wish you the best, but, um, so what are some of the signs that you noticed in the friendship that this happened to you? What were some of the things that you were like, Ooh, uh, I can see that this is even later down the road. Cause I know you, you would say, it occurred to you later in these friendships. Mm -hmm. Um, But what were some of the signs that you were like, oh, I might be outgrowing this person or this relationship?
0: Um, And, you know, it has happened to me in both friendships and relationships. And they're kind of similar. Um, Sometimes it's almost harder in the friendship than the relationship. But in these cases, it's when I don't want to make the effort anymore because I don't feel that it's being reciprocated or that it's um really benefiting me you know and I don't mean like they're not doing anything for me like she didn't buy my coffee the other day so I guess we're not friends (laughs) anymore but it's more like you're not contributing to my like mental wellness and like bringing a positive aspect to my life and that Mm -hmm. point like I just don't see the point in continuing to engage with that kind of person what about in relationships is it like the same thing or is it different it's similar but it's more panic inducing um (laughs) because in particular with my relationship with my first serious boyfriend I started to outgrow him and obviously he wasn't there so it's even harder when it's not mutual because then I have the guilt of hurting someone on top of being unhappy and I can't identify why I'm unhappy because I haven't analyzed the relationship that much yet so it really felt is very uncomfortable And it was like I had a physiological reaction to it where I would like my hands would get sweaty and I like was shaking my heart rate would shoot through the roof and I'm like why am I feeling this way about this person and have this like fight or flight instinct kicking in. Well and we've said this
1: I think in other discussions but you have like when you're operating at your best you're really really loyal and you're really really focused on other people. And their needs and their wants when you're operating at your worst, you're in a very codependent space and it's really hard for you to separate what you need from what they need. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think for me, just cause I'm, I'm kind of different in relationships. Like I take a really long time to give you a lot of my heart, even if I give you a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. So I become friends with people quickly Um, but I've never been somebody who's like, let everybody into my like deepest, deepest traumas until I've gotten older. And I've started to develop my relationships, like in my mid to late Mm twenties, but initially in friendships, I would always want to hold a little bit back because I wasn't sure if they'd like me for who I am. Mm -hmm. So I think especially in outgrowing scenarios, yeah, you start to like resent them a little bit. You don't want to hang out with them. You're wishing that, um, you didn't have to like go to the plans that you made, or you're not making plans at all. um, You can just kind of feel the tension when you think about that friend. And I think that's a big sign.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: With the friendship that I'm thinking of, of like mutual friend of ours, but a friend of yours Mm -hmm. that this happened with, it had some like very specific connotations. And there were a lot of, I mean, there's been a lot that's happened in that relationship, but especially like there were some signs that you spoke about that, like really tips you off, like this is probably not
0: a viable friendship anymore. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you want to talk about that. Um, yeah, it's it's stuff like the snide remarks where they, they always start the same way where you're not sure if they're insulting you or not because it's like, it's just a backhanded compliment, you know, like, but as that continues, it becomes more and more obvious. And so those backhanded compliments just became biting comments about why I wasn't good enough in that moment. Um, once I realized how I felt away from them and I was happier and lighter, um, I was more in tune with how that would fade when we were together and it made it easier to recognize that the friendship was coming to an end.
1: Yeah. And I think, especially when you're outgrowing someone, a lot of the time it's because, it doesn't serve your life in a positive way. Mm -hmm. Again, not like them doing stuff for you, but just does it make you happy to see them or does it make you less happy? Mm -hmm. Like, is the friendship contributing positively to you? And is it uplifting you? Are they for you? Do they support you? And if that, like, you can't say yes to any of those. then I feel like that's probably a friendship that you've either outgrown or that is toxic.
0: Um,
1: And one thing I will say, like, we've both been through toxic friendships. um, And I would say that's a different conversation than outgrowing because usually outgrowing is like it started from a good place and then it just grew to a bad place Mm -hmm. whereas toxic friendships like something happened and staying in that relationship would be toxic for your mental health and for your life so I would say that that's different
0: um yeah Um, a very distinct different relationship that I think of when I think toxic friendship from this one so um yeah like you said once you can be aware of how they're making you feel. It's much easier, I think, to come to terms with the changing of the relationship. But even now, I struggle sometimes to like be blunt and honest about that because for so long the relationship was a lot of gaslighting. So there's a part of me that is like, I'm a people pleaser, so I don't like to like if I if I don't know someone, I'm more comfortable being a little blunter. But because we have such a long history it's hard for me to be honest in that space
1: yeah um and so if you're outgrowing someone how do you end that relationship like what would you do
0: well what I would do is just distance myself which is not necessarily the healthy thing to do you know but um I feel like sometimes you just can't have that conversation and consider yourself to be in a good space like if it's not going to if you need to do that for closure, then I encourage that. And ideally in any sort of good friendship, you would be able to have that conversation. But if you've Mm -hmm. outgrown them, chances are that's probably not a good environment for you anymore. And I can't see what a conversation would do for me. So I'm just going to slowly siphon you out.
1: Yeah. I think with some of my friendships that I outgrew, I I really should have had that conversation. And I regret that now, like it was a good friendship and it just became a case of we don't have anything in common and I mm-hmm. don't see you going forward in my life, not in a negative way. Um, whereas some of the friendships that I outgrew because of their habits, like they were going a different lifestyle direction than I was and they they like wanted different things and they didn't encourage me towards good things. Mm-hmm. Like those, I don't feel like I would have benefited from having a conversation, nor would they. Because if all you're going to express to them is judgment, like how is that helpful right. like the, they don't need that any more than you do so yeah
0: um is there any more that you wanted to say about that I'm just to say that it's okay you know when I mean, it's happening yeah. it feels like it's the end of the world especially if you were close with that person quickly or for a long time um but it's a natural progression and you know, don't beat yourself up over being in a different space than someone else. And, you know, granted being in a different space than them is not always the same as having to outgrow someone, you know, yeah. but in my experience, they coincide a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would say, um, remember that especially as you get older and for those who are older than us, like you can definitely attest to this, your circle shrinks and their value grows. Like your number of friends, will go down naturally as you age, but it also will go down because the people that are in your life are like in your life. Like they've been through stuff with you. They've supported you. And the people who are just kind of window dressing to your life, they come and go. Like it's really not that deep. Um, but the people who are core fixtures in your life, who like you walk through life with, that's going to become a smaller group and that's okay. And that's what's supposed to happen. You're not supposed to have 35 best friends forever.
0: Yeah, I think having more than like I can't think of more than, like, seven people I'd have in my wedding. So, um... Yeah. There are some women, and no judgment to them whatsoever, who, like, have a very specific aesthetic, and they need many people to be in their wedding parties. So they just ask people they barely know, which I find a very odd concept, but...
1: I also think the army of bridesmaids is just a weird photo.
0: Oh, it's creepy. It's, like, one tiny person in the middle and then surrounded by women in matching red dresses. And you're like, um...
1: So, now... We're gonna go on to tea, which we
0: came up with, um, <laughs> which an adoring fan messaged us
1: about. He me, messaged so. at Emma, <laughs> and at this Hannah. is our tea <laughs> Okay. Um, so, if we're saying your friends are crap, get new friends, or something to that effect, you know, mm-hmm. if you're saying, "Oh, okay, this is what happens when I outgrow friends," well, there's not gonna be anything left, <laughs> like. Um, <laughs> what happens then so how do how do you make friends in your late 20s or even beyond um because it's very different like when you were in school it was like I literally in my senior year I met a girl in first period was like hi we're gonna be friends now cool (laughs) um so it's not really like that if you do that at work they'll probably be like are you okay (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: um (laughs) so for me Um, I have obviously naturally become more of, especially with COVID, I've just become more of a loner and I have friends, but you know, you're like two steps
1: away from a leather trench coat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kaczynski, where you at? Um, but you know, like you live in a different country, so we can't really just hang out on a whim and Betsy we talk a lot
1: though. So to be fair, we hang
0: out in our ideal
1: environment at home alone.
0: (laughs) Um, And then Betsy lives in Maryland, so she's a little closer, but she's also in law school. So we both have like educational commitments and she's got a family. So, you know, it's more difficult, but I had to really become comfortable going out of my comfort zone. And I consider myself a fairly outgoing person, but I still get a lot of anxiety over brand new situations. Um, Like, so for me, it took me a long time to convince myself to even ride the subway because I was like so anxious about it. But um. In this case i before i left georgia i was like i'm gonna need a community there um in new york so i started looking up dream center because georgia had a dream center that i was involved in and dream center new york city popped up and i was like oh great so um i ended up filling out an application just to volunteer with them because you just yeah. sign you sign up and um i met um my friend callie who um i don't get to see super often but we interact mm-hmm. on like instagram a lot um mm-hmm. so when i'm not in school um on saturdays i have time to go to bushwick and i volunteer and i see her then and we like go thrifting and things like that so um i would say it's important to just put yourself in situations you might not normally have put yourself in prior um yeah. and be comfortable being uncomfortable um and just get involved in stuff that you're interested in because if you're interested in interested in it someone else there is obviously also interested in it so that's an automatic thing in common that you have
1: yeah I think my dating advice and my friendship advice was identical because to me you're only going to be successful in a relationship if you're friends with that person Mm -hmm. like you can only get so far in physical attraction um and I think yeah like all of my close friends I met through church because that's one of the main places that I have hobbies like um I sing there I you know I do like a a connect group like we meet on uh one night of the week and like it makes sense to me that all of my friends have come from there here and I one of the things that people ask me a lot because I work um on a U.S. base here um and a lot of them are like how do you have so many British friends like how did you meet people and I'm like you have to have a life you have to have a hobby like you can't expect people to come up to you and offer you friendship on a silver platter like you have to put yourself out there exactly like you're saying and get involved in stuff and i think if you're only doing something to make friends you're probably not going to make genuine friendships because again like bumble bff or whatever else you're not interested in the same things you just might be interested superficially in some of the same things but you don't have that organic connection that you have if you meet in person mm-hmm. And i know covid's hard um I get that but I would say meeting people doing real life things is the only way you're going to make lasting friendships
0: I agree with that statement and with that I'm See Hannah I am Emma
1: What's oh, the team?